do you know if people like you? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like when you're not around, do people think of you and go, oh, so-and-so is a likable person. I like this guy. Dude's a straight up stand-up guy. Like you ever think about that? Or if you really want to piss your pants, peep this out. You ever think about or imagine, imagine you were going to a party and you're supposed to meet a friend there, but when you show up, they're not there. And then everyone's looking at you and you're forced to make everyone there like you or else you die. Like Saw style, where you're in this pressure situation where if you don't execute this crazy task, you're dead. Like you ever thought about that? What comes to mind? Do you feel pressure? Do you get excited? Do you know what you would do in that situation? Well, in this episode, that is exactly what we're gonna talk about. In this episode, I'm gonna give you my five best hacks that I use to get people to instantly like me anytime, anywhere. So if that's what you're into, that's what you wanna learn more about, then stick around. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Red Velvet Podcast. I'm your host, Pablo Rosario. So nice to see you. So nice to see your face and we finally get to do this. And if you're just listening to this, guess what? I'm recording this and this bad boy is gonna be on YouTube. This bad boy is on YouTube right now. And so if you're one of those people that like to take in information visually and you like to see my facial expressions and how my hands move, well guess what? You can find it up on my YouTube. Look up Pablo Rosario. I actually put the link to it in the show notes here. But all in all, I'm so super excited to finally do this because I'm much more of a visual person. Like I love to interact with the people. I love to talk back and forth. And I like to see, for you to see my facial expression because I feel like we connect more this way. And so that way, boom, you get a nice little double whammy. And so by, you know, now that we're doing the YouTube thing, you might see my eyes poke around left and right because we're doing this live. One shot, one take, and my eyes may flutter because I'm looking at my notes. Because for me, I'm a preparer. I like to make sure I get the best stuff ready for you. And so, you know, let's, let's start talking. Let's start getting to know each other. And by the way, too, before I get into the rest of it, you may notice that this is around episode maybe 48, 49, something like that. The others, they are not recorded because, well, your boy was just getting started. I was just getting the use to, I was getting the hang of podcasting. So I just want to be consistent with that first. But it's 2024, baby. You know, we, we do it bigger. We do it better. And I want to take this bad boy to another level. That's why we are adding YouTube. With that said, how is your 2024 so far? How are things going for you? Are you still at it? Are you still at it with your goals and what you committed to doing? Me, myself, lately I, I, I've been in this place of limbo. I'll be honest with you. A place of limbo because what I've been feeling, I've been feeling like I've been dragging ass. Like nothing's really happening, nothing exciting is really moving, but numbers wise, because I track a lot of things that I do, Numbers-wise, things are actually progressing. Things are actually getting better. Now, it's, it's, it's a funky place to be because normally we just go by our feelings and you don't want to do that because our feelings lie to us. Our feelings, they're easily swayed back and forth and you can't trust them. But when you have objective metrics, you can better see how you're progressing. You can better see what it is that you're doing. Like for example, one thing that I teach a lot of my guys in the Red Velvet group is when you're talking to women, for example, have objective metrics to see and decide how you are doing and to see how you're progressing. Like for example, does she smile? Does she touch you? 
these are objective things that you can go, okay, cool, she likes me. Or let's say you're in a relationship, does your lady compliment you more? Does your lady say I'm sorry more? Does your lady you know, jump your bones more? Like these are objective things that you can see that let you know whether or not the relationship is progressing. And for me, my, my, my numbers are looking good. The things that I'm tracking, my numbers are looking good. And so that's what I'm leaning on today. That's what I'm leaning on to just reassure myself that pop, you're doing the best you can. You're doing actually very well. Just keep at it, keep chopping wood, keep carrying water, and it's gonna work out. Now, I want to jump in strictly and quickly into the topic. It's, it is the idea of getting people to like you. All right, and I know I just jumped straight into it, but I, I'm super excited. And, I'm, and getting people to like you is such an interesting thing. Because when we think about it, like, that's the reason why we started. That's the reason why a lot of us started to get into dating, to relationship, to learn this type of stuff because we wanted women to like us. And we wanted other people to like us. We wanted to make friends. We wanted to be a likable person. Who doesn't want to become a more likable person? And the thing that, a big misconception that a lot of people understand is that being likable is a skill. People think like, oh, that person is just such a, a, a likable person that they were just born with it. But believe it or not, that is a skill a skill that you can develop. And it's a very important skill because overall, in a nutshell, people like to deal with people that they like. I mean, if you think about it, first off, in relationships, women only go out with guys that they like. And in business, what do they say? People buy from people that they like. And I can tell you from personal experience, even if you're not selling anything, in the workplace, the relationships you build will be a whole lot better because people like you. There was one time at an old job of mine where I messed up. I messed up big time. I, had the, I was reporting the numbers wrong and drastically wrong. And the boss found out and on any other scenario, my ass would've been fired. Definitely my ass would've been fired, my ass would've been in hot water. But my supervisor, because he liked me, he spoke to the boss on my behalf. He had my back and all I got was a warning when it could've been much worse. There's a, like that same job that I had, there was another situation, just to prove a point, there was another situation where there was another guy who worked in the office and the supervisor that I had didn't like him. Didn't like him because he kept throwing people under the bus. And so there was one time where that guy, he messed up. He messed up big time. And instead of looking out for him, like he did for me, the manager stayed quiet and let the guy just dig his own grave. And then slowly but surely, the guy got let go. And, the, and my manager did not step up for him because he didn't like him. And so I, I, I hope that this paints the picture of how important it is to become a likable person. And I'm not saying doing it just to get approval. I'm saying in the social world that we live in, this is currency. This is the next best thing to gold to have people like you. People will do stuff for you. People will bend over backwards. People will give you discounts. People will give you opportunities. They will give you second, third, and fourth chances simply because they like you. Now, what is the secret to being liked? Let's talk about that for a second. You know, a lot of people may think that it's superficial stuff, like, you know, be nice to people, compliment people, things like that. I disagree. I actually learned that being likable is actually something super seductive, but the way that you do it is not by selling yourself. 
People think like, oh, I, you know, let me be like, but I'm selling myself. Like, no, you're not selling yourself. What you're actually doing is selling the person back to themselves. Here, peep me out. And I learned this from a stripper. All these places, like it, it crystallized. What I've been doing all these years from a stripper, the way she explained it to me, the way she was talking, the way I noticed her. And because when strippers talk to men, they, you think that they're selling sexuality, that they are selling their own sexuality to be likable. No, that's not the case. What they're actually doing is selling the man's ego back to himself. It's a fantasy to be the man that has that effect on that type of woman. Okay, the way a woman comes up to them and be like, oh, you're so handsome and you make me giddy and you're just making me feel all these things. No, like he, he, what, what she's selling is a guy's fantasy of himself back to him. And you gotta understand, when you do that with people, when you sell that back to them, that hey, you have this effect on me, it's intoxicating. It makes them believe, oh, I'm the man. And because you're feeding it to them, because you're giving it to them, they're gonna like you even more because you reminded them of that. You reminded them of their own power, their own sexuality, their own effect and persuasion. You get what I'm saying? And so with that, I wanna share five of my favorite ways to achieve this. And by the way, this is the, the, the normal cheap way where it's like, oh, you know, like I said, be nice, compliment them. No, 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 nothing like that. This is the advanced stuff that I do that is so under the surface that no one else knows what's happening, not even the person that's, that you're talking to or anybody else, and they are super effective. These are the things that I've done, let me tell you right now. These are the things that I've used to get a job that I was not qualified for with a New York Times bestselling author. I have used this to quickly make friends in other countries and in situations and in conferences and in rooms where I didn't know anybody and walked out with having millionaires wanting to get to know me, to follow up with me. And so these are super powerful when done right. Now, I wanna say this one thing, please use this for good. I want you to use this for good. There are people out there that want to use it to, one, either for nefarious purposes and just to manipulate people. And there are other people that are doing it from a place of, they're doing it from a place of weakness, victimness, where they want to do that and get other people's attention and approval in order to make themselves feel good. And I don't want you to do that because this, at the end of the day, it's about the other person and making them feel good. Like I said, at the end of the day, getting being likable is getting other people to feel good and being good at that. So with that said, please use what I'm about to teach you ethically, all right? So let's get to the first one. So my very first one is to take interest in their secret passion, not the obvious one. Let me explain. See, people, everybody, they have their surface interests what everyone you know talks about, what everyone knows them for, and then everyone has a secret interest, something that they geek out about, something that they're not known for, that they just, they just love and they're passionate about. With me, if you talk about self-improvement and dating, yeah, we're gonna connect. But if you really wanna connect with me, talk to me about Batman, talk to me about ninjas, talk to me about magic. Like, these are the things I don't publicly talk about all the time, but these are the things that behind closed doors, I geek out about. You talk to me about those things and you got me. Everyone has that one, two, three things that they geek out about. It's about knowing what it is and taking a genuine interest in it. And the reason why it works is because you have the world that praises and try to connect with these people on these common things. 
But when you connect on these things that are deeper, they're secret passions, number one, you stand out and you're not like everybody else. Number two is you click with them in a way that speaks to their inner geek, their inner nerd, that they can't just help but do it. And number three, you also show that you actually appreciate them not for what they can do for you, but for who they naturally are, which is the nerd, which is the fun person in them. You get what I'm saying? Because the average person, like I said, will go up to someone like a celebrity and be like, oh, I love your songs and your songwriting is so great. But like I said, like you just sound like every other fan. And imagine you go up to a woman and you're like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh man, you have a really great sense of style or anything like that. You're, you're not going to be like, you're, you're not going to stand out. She ain't going to want you. What you want to do, like I said, find out what is the secret passion. Like for example, right? I, I, which, which by the way, let me actually say this. Here's how you do it. It's simple. All you have to do is listen. Listen and observe. Because there will either be something in, some, in somebody's like behavior or the way they dress or in the way they speak that will give something away. Here's, here's a great example. There's a, a woman at, at my gym and I was there early one morning and I said something, you know, I said something funny and then she goes, ha, huh, title of your sex tape which is a reference to a show called Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's such a specific reference, I was like, oh shit, you know that show. And that instantly made me light up. And so, it, and because she said that, now I also know one of her secret passions, besides working out and jujitsu and all that stuff, now I know one of her secret passions. So if I wanted to connect with her, now I'm not gonna talk about the thing that everyone else does, which is, oh, you work out, you're so fit. No, I'm gonna be like, hey, you did you cast that show? What was your favorite part? I love when this character did X, Y, and Z. Now we've broken out of that dynamic of, oh, you work at the gym, oh, you're so fit. You've broken out of that dynamic and you've gone to her as a human. And by the way, this works too with people who work in stores and also with strippers. If you talk to them about the obvious stuff, you're gonna connect with them in that regular dynamic. You have the customer and the person that's working. And they're gonna treat you as a customer. But if you talk to them on the personal level, their deep passion, then they're gonna be like, okay, this person, yeah, nah. We're gonna break out of that dynamic and now you talk to them as a human. You get what I'm saying? And here's a quick last example too, because this skill, is this is what got me my job in Los Angeles. And I remember when I met Neil Strauss, I, I, I flew to Spain because I was planning an event there. And I had a chance to sit down with him and talk to him and ask him any question that I wanted. And I knew, a part of me knew that the average guy would ask him about dating, would ask him about like, oh, how do you get the Playboy models and how do you do X, Y, Z, how do you get them to come home with you? I asked him about his writing process. That's even deeper. I didn't ask him about his writing, because he's a writer. I asked him about his writing process, which went even a level deeper. So then we ended up talking about how he uses deadlines and how they motivate him. And I feel like that set me apart. That showed that I wasn't a groupie. That showed that, hey, like I'm actually interested in what you do and who you are as a person. So first one, take a personal interest. Second thing you wanna do, is to be an over giver and give early. What do I mean by that? Is give more than what's expected, give more than what's normal, and do it without any expectation of anything in return. 
So what does that look like? That means giving extra tips. That means contributing to their mission. So they have a fundraiser. If they're maybe selling something, maybe they have a project that they're passionate about, contribute to that and go over and above what the normal person would do and do it without any expectation of getting anything afterward. Because peep this out, like the average person where they go wrong is like, yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna contribute, but I, I want a discount. Or like, oh yeah, you know what? You know, I like what you're doing, but you know, I don't want to. I don't want to repost you. I don't want to talk about your stuff on my platform. That's very selfish. That shows that, like, oh, so you're really about you. You're not really trying to be a friend, because real friends, they support you. They support. They believe in your vision. And people get excited when other people are excited about their passion, about their project. And so the key to doing this. Is to number one is to see all right what is the average what's the average thing that someone does in this situation then ask yourself what can i do to go above and beyond it and how can i do it from a genuine place with no expectation here's an example of that that there's this place that in my town that they have ice cream they sell ice cream out of a truck which is pretty cool and i normally when i go there i go boom boom i go there frequently and i make sure to tip well i tip more than what's expected one, because I really like their ice cream. Like, I, I really love it. And then secondly, because I also want to invest in that relationship. And then one day, I remember going with my daughter. And they go, you know what? Here, don't worry about it. It's free. It's on the house. And then you know what I did? I took the money that I was going to pay them with. And instead of putting it in my pocket, I put it in the tip jar. And so I gave even more, even when I didn't have to. And what that does, again, you're investing in the relationship. That's what you wanna do. Acts like these invest in the relationship. Now, am I ever gonna withdraw from the relationship? Not unless it's an emergency. My mindset is that I never intend to withdraw from this account. These friendship and these connections that I make, I never intend to withdraw from them unless it's an emergency. And because here's the thing, more times than not, when you continually to do like this with a genuine spirit of not wanting anything, they're gonna give back to you anyway. They're gonna, it's called a law of reciprocity. Where like, like, wow, Pablo's been so down for me. Pablo, he's really been about it. You know what? Let me invite him to this thing. Let me hook him up with this thing. And it feels more genuine that way too because now you're building a real friendship. I mean, I think that's the theme so far. I haven't gotten to all of them. This is just the second one. But these actually are, I guess when you think about it, ways to build genuine friendships with people. And that's the key right there. You have the desire to be genuinely friends with others. You get what I'm saying? Let's get into the next one, which is something that I like to call the best friend effect. So what is a best friend effect? Pretty simple. Like the name sounds, treat them like your best friend from the moment you walk up to them. From the minute you start talking with them, act like you've known them for 15 years, like you're on the, the most casual, the chillest terms with them. Right, the people, people decide, because like, this is what people normally do. They meet someone new and then they stay, they stay reserved. They stay all proper because I don't know them yet. They refuse to get comfortable. And I see this a lot with guys who are trying to meet women, that they talk to them from a reserved place and never let loose. They wait to know, okay, does she like me before they actually let loose, before they actually go and talk to the woman, before they actually start flirting with her. The problem with that is that you never show your personality, which means a person will never know how awesome you are. They'll think that you are a dud like every other guy. They will be bored and go off to someone else. So what you wanna do is right off the bat, 
I want you to, first off, get their name as soon as possible. One of the best ways to do is to introduce yourself. Normally, especially if like you're trying to attract people, especially you're trying to attract women, I normally don't recommend introducing yourself, but that's a different conversation. If you're looking just to be likable and get friends, introduce yourself and get people's names. Once you get people's names, use it frequently and use it in a casual tone. And start having casual conversation about the environment that you're in. But do it in a funny way. So like for example, there was this one woman at the gym where she thought my name was Christian, who was the owner of the gym. And I go, oh no, I'm not. And then we tell her, actually that's Christian over there and we have a big laugh. And I tell her, well, by the way, I'm Pablo. And she goes, oh, hey, I'm Kristen. And then I start joking. So Kristen, how many times a day do you get people's names wrong? How many, day, how, how, how many times do you go around assuming? You know what they say about assuming now? Now, like that's such a, a joke that you tell somebody you just met. Like I'm taking the liberty of being familiar with her, of being comfortable with her. So I, I want you to do the same thing as far as like how to do it. I want you to take the liberty of being comfortable with them. Do not wait till they give you permission. Just take the liberty and go. Because when you do that, the reason why it works is because they will follow your lead. They will see like, oh, this guy's so comfortable. I'm gonna follow along. I'm responding to his, his playful energy. And then you're gonna get that back in return. And then boom, before you know it, you talk like you've known each other for years. I do this with every single person that I meet as soon as I meet them. I'm talking about like on the phone when I'm talking to uh, the people, like my phone bill. I was just talking to people with my phone bill the other month. And I was, as soon as the person got on the phone, I was like, hello, Allie, what's going on? How are you feeling today? Allie, listen, I need you to be my superhero. Things are looking ugly right now on my phone. I need you to help me out. Can you help me out? And I did, and right there, you have me using the name and you have me being super familiar with her. And then boom, she was more likely to help me. She got me my discount on top of that. And so this is a very powerful thing you can do here. Next, it's to actually care about strangers. That's what you wanna do. You wanna actually care about them because uh, the, everybody, everybody wants something. And these days, especially from like a major city, this has been my experience, but like the big cities like New York, Detroit, uh, Chicago, cities where people are trying to hustle something out of you, people are always weary of people like, yo, what do you want? Why are you talking to me? And so, but when you actually care about the person, it's such an unfamiliar feeling that when it happens, it's super powerful super powerful. And so the way that you do that is simply, like the way in my head, the way I do it is that, first I think about something, some, someone that I, I have felt loved for, or I think about a time that I feel loved. And then what I do, I feel it in my body, I let it bubble up and genuinely feel it in my body. And then the next thing that I do is then I just imagine that the world blacks away and it's just me and the person sharing this feeling. I want you to imagine you and the person sharing this feeling. When you do that, everything you say will come off in your face and your words, and the love will be felt through everything you do, and the person will be like, yo, wow, like this, this person is really genuine, which is so rare these days. Being genuine is something that nobody sees, that no one talks about, but to be known as the person who's really genuine, who's real, that goes a super long way. And so, if you wanna become likable, 
genuinely care about people. And if you have trouble caring about people, that's a different conversation. But honestly, it's you know the, the way to care about people simply boils down is to sharing the emotion that you feel. That's the easiest way that I can do it. The easiest way I can teach you, unless you like you actually care about people, the best way is to feel the, the feeling of care, the feeling of joy, the feeling of love, and imagine sharing that with another person. Have your intention to be like, I'm going to share this feeling with you. You get what I'm saying? And the last thing, the last thing is something that I learned from my old mentor, Neil Strauss, which is like a, the best way I can describe it is give them the medal. Give them the medal. What do I mean by that? Is that when I was working at Neil, you know, one of the things that he taught me was that you don't want to be the guy getting the medal. You want to be the guy giving the medal. And at the time, I was like, yeah, I get it, but it doesn't really resonate with me because I'm so used to being the, at the front of the stage, the guy in the spotlight. But then I started to realize the reason why that's so important is for a number of reasons because number one, when you give somebody a medal, you are acknowledging them. You are putting them in the forefront. You're making them the superstar. You are appreciating them. And people love being appreciated. People love being acknowledged that way. And then secondly, the fact that you are giving the medal, you are the source of that appreciation. You are the one who gave them that moment and created that experience for them. You get what I'm saying? Because the average person, right, what they do is that you know, when they try to do something like this, they end up degrading themselves, being like, oh no, no, I'm not worthy. No, you're so much more better than I am. But the reason why it doesn't work is because you're doing it from kind of like a, a, a victim-y sort of place, a place where, uh, a place that makes people feel uncomfortable, a place where they feel like it's manipulation, but it's different when you're standing like in your power, like you're being the cool guy giving another guy props. That's essentially what it boils down to. You're the cool guy giving the other guy props. And so when you do that, they're gonna like you even better. And so one of the easiest ways to do that is to find a nickname. Give them a nickname, but an empowering nickname. Something like boss, like champ. Hey, big guy. Hey, big sexy. I do this with all of my clients. Anytime I get on the phone with them or I start off a coaching call, how you feeling, big sexy? Like, look at my guy over here. This guy's a superstar. He's killing it. And so with that, I'm the one that's giving the appreciation. I'm creating the moment where they are experiencing that moment of acknowledgement. You get what I'm saying? And so all in all, like if I had to recap, like you do these things. These are five super powerful ways to get anybody anywhere to like you. And so in recap, it's to take an interest in their secret passion, be a giver, overly give, give early. Next, give them the medal. Be the one who gives the medal. Next, use the best friend effect. And then lastly, learn to genuinely care about strangers. I'm telling you, you use this, you'll be the most likable person anywhere you go. I mean, because here, here's the thing, I'm gonna end it with this. At the end of the day, like I said at the very beginning, the secret to being good, to being great at getting people to like you is understanding that it's not about you. It's not about you, my friend. It's never been about you. It's about them. It's about showing that you like them and showing it through your actions, showing it through your words, your emotions, your energy. And when you do that, you'll find out that having this ability, this superpower, 
will turn you into the richest man on earth. You will make connections. You will make friends. You will find women that you never would have met otherwise. I mean, last quick example, I, you know, here in Mexico, we try to get my daughter's passport. And because of the power of being likable, we have people, locals, by the way, like we're, we're not locals, we're from the United States, people that were locals that were willing to write us letters of recommendation, that were willing to drive with us to get her passport. And these are people that we've never met before, but they were willing to do that simply because we were likable, simply because we showed our like and our appreciation towards them. And so when you, when, when you, know this and use this, I promise you, life is never gonna be the same. You're gonna see the world different. You're gonna see everybody as a potential friend and everyone's gonna love you, not because you have this magical superpower, but because you make them feel good. And that's rare in this world. And so with that said, please use this ethically. Please use this for good. As always, I'm your host, Pablo Rosario. Thank you so much for listening to the Red Velvet Podcast. Stay velvet out there and I'll catch you on the next one. Later. Oh, <laughs>